everyone. Welcome back to episode seven of Corn to Norm. Hi guys. How's everyone doing today? We know it's been a little bit. There's been literally so much chaos happening in our lives. Um, so we're really excited to get you caught up and to kind of do a little bit of a check-in is what we're doing today. I know we shared with you a little bit our goals for the school year and kind of what the rest of our year hopefully would look like. So we're doing a mid-year check-in now that we're six months into the year. Yeah. And we're super excited to talk to you guys. I We've missed you so much. Yeah. Welcome back. We are definitely going to be a little bit more on this. I know it's definitely fallen off because we've had family in town. We've been traveling a whole bunch with graduation, wrapping up the school year, things like that. Um, so with all that being said, Liv, do you want to start with your highs and lows? Absolutely. So for those guys that do not know me or do know me very well, but not well enough, um, Zoe's mom made us a well, graduating obviously was a highlight, but best thing was the fact that Zoe's mom ordered a cake for us with all our faces on it. And I've never like, I've seen cakes with our faces on it. It's like one where you can like print the photo and it is on it, but, um, it was super cool. And I remember telling all my friends, I was like, you should come because it'll be a cake with my face on it. And (laughs) it was the, it was really yummy. It was so good. And I just, I just had a blast. It just made me think of the American dream. And my parents were super confused by it, given the fact that they're immigrants. But I literally told my mom, I was like, this is the epitome of the American pick a white fence dream, having a cake with your face on it and celebrating yourself. Um, And then that was definitely my high, you know, obviously. Um, And then also just like getting a being able to spend time with my family that weekend. That was definitely it as well. Yeah, I think my high is going to be the same thing. Graduation weekend was just such a highlight. I think everything about it was so cool. Everything from the ceremony, getting to finally see that orange and blue confetti, um, my family being in town, all of us being together kind of one last time, having all of our last hurrahs. Um, I think this whole past week has been so fun, Um, absolutely exhausting, but so fun. And I, it's definitely going to be, like I couldn't have imagined it being any better. So I'm so glad that we had this week of fun and getting to hang out. Um, but I think that also kind of leads right into my low, which is honestly seeing everyone leave campus. I'm still on campus. I'm spending a little bit of time here um, before I move out and seeing everyone gone, seeing everyone, what they're doing and knowing this is kind of all the lasts. Uh, yesterday, Hallie, one of our other roommates left And I was like, this is our last time living together um, for a long time, hopefully, or maybe ever. And that's just crazy to think about, like, that we're not going to be blocks away from all of our best friends anymore. Yeah, I say that's one of my lows, too. I think after moving back in just for a little bit before graduation, I found myself super excited, but also really just missing that, like, community that we had built in our apartment and really being able to spend it with all your friends the last week was just incredible. Um, and I definitely will say it feels really weird to no longer say I go to the university of Illinois. Now I say like, Oh, like I graduated from the university of Illinois. I was telling my kids today because I'm coaching this summer for swimming that, and they were like, Oh my gosh, congratulations. And I, for a moment, I thought that they needed to pinch me because I felt like I was still dreaming. I can't believe it's over. Yeah, it's 
absolutely crazy. And for me, it, I don't think it's hit me yet because I still live in town and it just feels like, because I spent last summer here as well, it just feels like it's last summer and everything's going to go back to the way it was and everyone's going to come back in the fall. We'll tell everyone about our summer, um, but that's not what's happening. We're going to move out of here and none of us are going to live here anymore. I mean, I guess Hallie will for one more semester, but it's getting really close to the end and everything's changing, which is really exciting. Um, but with all the changes, I guess we want to go over some of our goals for the year and kind of circle back, kind of talk, tell you about how they're going and tell you about what's going on in our lives. Um, what we, what you've missed for the past month that we've kind of taken our hiatus from the podcast. Yeah. Kind of where we're at and also just laying the groundwork because we're going into summer, right? Everyone has their different saying, hot girl summer, sad girl summer, whatever you want to call it. And I think for us, um, with it being summertime and us not having school, but still like maintaining a job, obviously, we're able to have a little bit more time just to dedicate to ourselves and our own personal growth and our own personal goals and things that we care about this year. So I think this New Year's resolution check-in is going to be super duper fun. It'll be a way to kind of see where we're at, maybe kind of dissect a little bit of where we haven't really been able to hit our goals quite yet, and then be a good marker for what we like, the what we want the rest of the year to look like and where we're planning on heading. We'll start with kind of the surface level stuff. I know Liv and I both kind of said that we wanted to read a little bit more. Uh, do you want to talk about what you've been reading? Yeah, I can. So currently I've read 11 books out of my 45 for this year goal, meaning that I do have some catching up to do, unfortunately, but fortunately I have all the time in the world now. Currently reading two books. Um, uh, I've been starting, I've been listening to Jay Shetty. My sister put him on, put me on his podcast. He's a Buddhist monk, um, kind of like a lifestyle, how to find your true self, almost like a love expert too. So he just recently released this book. Well, not recently, but in the last year, it's called the eight rules of love, how to find it, keep it and let it go. I'm on chapter three. So that's going to be my third uh, rule of love. And I've really enjoyed just listening to it in his own voice. I only listen to it on my walks. That's like my walk treat. Um, and it's been amazing just to kind of see how all his podcast is also translating into this book. So I've been really liking that so far. And then another book I'm reading is by Lewis Howes. Um, it's called like the school of greatness. So it's to be, it's like the notion behind building a legacy, loving people a little bit deeper, kind of like the two-step guide to making your world feel a little bit bigger and you feeling like you're making a meaningful impact in your own life. So kind of both lifestyle books in a way, but both have been amazing. I've really enjoyed them. I did have to wait four months in my library account to receive the books because I've been, they've been on hold since the beginning of January. So I'm super happy to finally get around to it. But those are my current reads. Um, definitely going to do a reading section, I think soon with Zoe talking about all the books and our highs and lows of which ones we've liked and which ones we've disliked. But yeah, how about you, Zoe? Okay. I am currently reading Freakonomics, which is a really cool book. I have never really read anything like it. It's, it kind of explores different like economic concepts and just like the way that they've affected society. It's really, really interesting and really well read, like written. It's written by Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner. I don't know how to say it. I hope I'm not butchering it too bad, but I really, really like it. Honestly, though, I will say I've kind of put a 
pause on reading. I with everything going on and just I don't know, I haven't been reading as much as I would love to. I think during the school year I struggle to read a lot just because like there's so much going on and I read so much for school that reading for enjoyment is definitely something I let fall off. So I'm proud of myself that I'm starting to read again, especially since summer has come up. But uh, I'm hoping that I can get a few books through over the summer and definitely like integrate it better into my routine, especially now that I'm not going to be in school anymore. I totally get that. And I'm really excited to potentially read that book. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. So I I know that you're liking it so far, but I'll need a mini review before I go through and find it and purchase it myself. Well, I think we should talk about graduation. Obviously, that's something that the two of us had goal graduate. Um, I feel like I'm super happy on a roll, obviously. And then licensure is pending just past my last content test that I needed to take. So have all the little degrees lined up with my teaching license. So I'm really excited to get that hopefully in early July and slowly rolling in on those jobs. Uh, I've been applying really slowly. There's more jobs being posted. So I'm really excited for where the future is going to go from that. But really excited that my student teaching is over. I was able to graduate in one piece, obviously not broken in two. Um, For my students listening, um, you guys were the best. Shout out you all. But um, really excited that I was able to do it, have a cord, you know, be successful. And Zoe has a bunch of accomplishments that we definitely should discuss because that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was really lucky. I graduated this last weekend with two degrees, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, so I've got a degree in communication and a degree in advertising now, which is crazy. Um, and then a minor in art and design and I got honors, which is really exciting. And then I also got the senior 100 recognition, which was really, really cool and really, really flattering. Um, I have busted my ass at the school, to be honest. So, um, I'm really proud of myself for getting that, to be honest. And you should be, Zoe. So for those of you guys that don't know, or you can't tell already by this podcast, which you probably should, Zoe is running around doing a million and five things at all times. So this, I'm super proud of her accomplishment. I know everyone in her life is really proud, Shelly especially, but um, <laughs> it's just an incredible kind it kind of shows what you were able to achieve the last four years and it's something that you should be super proud of right like even though it's a goal that at this point like it's over like I feel like the time and dedication we put into school we can continue to put that dedication elsewhere now right like we can take that motivation that we used into doing well in school into finding a really good job that we like and we will do well in right yeah yeah for sure I'm I'm very, very happy about it. Um, it was definitely, I was kind of surprised. And it was definitely a, a little pat on the back of that. I had worked really hard and that uh, somebody, somebody noticed. So that was really cool. Yeah, hard work um, pays off. Yeah. Do we want to talk about, I guess, what's coming next to us? Yeah, we can. I mean, obviously you guys already know I'm applying to teaching jobs, you know, a little bit worried. Everyone's always worried their first year out there. Like, is anyone going to want me? I've been doing some mock interviews with some friends that are also teaching, you know, we're all super nervous. Um, None of my close friends yet have gotten a job. So hopefully by the time this is posted, someone will have heard back because they had an interview today, but um, we're really excited. I think I'm nervous, right? I'm obviously I know I'm ready to be in a classroom by myself, but I mean, I'm still in shock that I'm going to be in charge of a bunch of kids. So 
that's a little bit concerning, but um, I'm really excited to, to be working in the system that I went through school in. I'm really excited to be hopefully living by some close friends, um, including Zoe. La, la, la. Um, and then also, I'm just really excited to start my own classroom. I brought back a bunch of stuff from school and a bunch of my uh cooperating teachers that I've been working with, they gave me a bunch of supplies. So I have giant duffel bags filled of, of supplies and markers and pens and binders that I'm going to be able to use filled with materials. So that's really exciting. And Zoe should tell you about where she's planning on moving because we're going to live super close. Yeah. So I'm planning on moving to the city. I'm hoping in sometime in July, which is crazy, like two months away. Um, I am hoping, since I also don't have a job currently, I'm still looking for advertising jobs. Um, and I'm going to portfolio school in the fall, I think, um, is kind of my tentative plan. Um, I'm staying at my job at admissions for the summer, which is nice that I have a little bit of security there and kind of know the ropes a little bit. But I also think I'm kind of in a rut with it. Like I've I've been working at this job for quite some time and I'm kind of ready for what's new. So I'm excited to move and get something new to experience um and obviously moving it closer to Livy Lou it's gonna be yeah. so nice no I know and like you obviously love your coworkers so much but I think it's time for the next level of coworker. maybe one that also comes with a nicer paycheck attached to it so <laughs> <like that. laughs> yeah, I hope so I'm I'm really excited about moving to the city I think it's gonna be a good change of pace and then I'll also be a little closer to Livy Lou and it'll just be, I think, a nice adjustment, like the next progression in my life. And also hopefully make it easier for me applying to jobs and being in portfolio school, just kind of being closer to the creative realms will be nice. Honestly, I spent a lot of time recently networking. I think I've talked to all the recent alum that I know. And then honestly, everyone that's willing to take a little listen to me, um, look at my portfolio, all the creatives I've can think of honestly it's been really really cool getting to hear a lot of different people's stories but then also get constructive feedback on my book and what that means has been really cool um and then honestly I've been working on my book a lot I had my first portfolio school class last week which was kind of cool Yay. Also, guys, Zoe's website. Zoe has a website where she has all her information is the coolest thing I've ever seen. First off, <laughs> I think, obviously, but it is really awesome to see all the hard work and time she's put into it. And you can like just tell it's such it's so well made and like all her information's up there, all the campaigns she's worked on. Our podcast is out there. Shout out to Norm, obviously, but it's really exciting. And I mean, Specifically, since Zoe's just so creative, it's really nice to see all her work laid out. So I'm really excited to see where you go, Zoe, and I'm super excited to be on that journey with you and figuring it out, which brings us into adulthood, right? We're figuring it out. That's the beauty of your 20s. You got to live a little. <laughs> live a little. Shout <laughs> out your Instagram. But if anybody wants to check it out and if you want to give me some constructive feedback, I'm happy to listen. Um, if you go to www.xoelewis.com, you can like kind of look at all of my work. Um, I'm working right now a lot on building out campaigns and kind of making them bigger picture. Um, just because it's really common in advertising to make books of like spec work. Um, so you'll basically look through like pick companies and you will build campaigns based off of a problem that you see, the one that you've researched, something like that. Um, so it's like really common in advertising and a lot of people will go to 
portfolio school, which is what I'm planning on doing to help them build out these campaigns better. And these are like the ways that people prove that they're ready to work in an agency, um, which is kind of crazy that you need all these materials and you need to do all this work before you can start working. But it's a lot of fun working on portfolio stuff. It's very, it's so fun because you have so much creative freedom and there's not a client trying to buy it from you. So it's, it's really fun. You get a lot of creative freedom. Um, and I'm excited to spend a lot more time over the summer kind of working on that and networking, hearing other people's stories. Uh, I think advertising is a very big industry of who you know. So agreed. Yeah. I've been working really hard on that. Um, but yeah, Liv, what about you? What else is going, what are you doing this summer? What are you up to? How is the life going? Oh my gosh, it's going well. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, I'm working at my summer job that I've been working on the past couple of years, but I'm head coach now, which is really exciting. A bit more responsibility. Um, definitely biting off a little bit more than I can chew right now, but that's okay. Um, just dealing with the ins and outs, right? Learning how to run a website, communicate with parents more than I already have, just because I have these additional responsibilities. But I find myself really content, you know, because I'm learning how to interact with parents. I'm continuing to learn how to interact with children throughout different levels, right? Because we have little kids and then we have high schoolers and then our college seniors that are rolling in, showing up to a few practices. So that's been really awesome. Also, that schedule is going to get really crazy in the summer. We're going to do doubles. We're going to have all our swimmers there all the time. And I really love the staff I'm working with. I work with some of my best friends. So it's always really great seeing their faces every day and to get really excited about that. Um, but that's kind of what I've been working on for the bulk of things. But then in terms of like life, I mean, looking at my New Year's resolutions, trying to hit them. I run my first race in two weeks. So I'm really excited about that. Um I'm really excited to um, see where I'm at. I haven't really been training as much as I probably should have, which that's okay. Um, but it'll really prepare me because I'm definitely running a marathon in November. So trying to get back into that working out, that grind, wasn't really able to do it the last month with all the chaos happening in my life. But, you know, I think it was good to take a little break, kind of uh, prioritize like ending school ending my placement on a good note, all that stuff. But now that I have more time for myself, Zoe and I were chatting about this before we even started filming. I just feel like I have a little bit more spare time to do the things that I really, really want to work on to also um, work on the little things that I particularly did not have time at. Like I always want to, uh, I want to be able to go on runs, right? I want to be able to work out uh, with my sister, for example, because that's a way that we bond and we connect. So it's been really sweet. It, that, that's what I can say at least. Yeah. I think we've both had a lot of goals about really taking care of ourselves better. Um, I guess I'm going to get a little bit deep with my life. Um, but for those of you that don't know, I've struggled pretty heavily throughout my life with mental health problems. And I have finally kind of gotten myself back on a journey with medication and kind of gotten a stable foot in the door with that too. I started, I switched to an online provider, which I didn't even really know was a thing. Liv, have you heard about those at all? I have not. You have to explain it for those of you that, for those of us that don't know. Yeah. There are like online providers that you can fill out your surveys, kind of like send your medical records to, and they can, you can get like online psychiatry appointments 
And that's been really cool for me, especially since my life has been really fluid lately mm-hmm. on kind of where I'm moving, things like that, getting a doctor um, and establishing a relationship with someone is really difficult when you're moving frequently. So having an option for an online provider, I've never really thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. It works really well since it's someone I can see consistently mm-hmm. um, and have good results with. So I'm fortunate that I, like that's been a really great option for me lately. Yeah, no, that's really great. I definitely should consider that right now, like currently in the market for a new person to chat with or therapy so-called. And for those of you guys that want to stigmatize therapy, I feel like I should make a note. Everyone could use a little therapy. Everyone should go talk to someone that's not involved in their lives because as Zoe and I have learned, your closest friends are sometimes not the people that you can go to for things because they are personally invested in your life, right? Your therapist isn't going to be personally invested. They can look at it from an outside perspective and tell you things flat as they are. And guess what? You might not like that, but that's what you need. And even though I feel like my friends are honest with me, they hold me accountable. It's really nice to also not put additional pressure on them and not put those expectations for them to be that person that you always want to talk to. Obviously your friends are there if you need them. And I have really great friends and I'm very fortunate for them, but I find myself wanting to chat with someone that afterwards might be, well, if I'm dealing with like a dilemma in my personal life, they're going to offer me constructive feedback that is also going to make my life better, but also be honest with me in a way that maybe my friends wouldn't necessarily do because they wouldn't want to hurt my feelings. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's honestly one of my favorite parts and not, I'm currently not seeing anyone, um, for therapy, but I, I know that that's like kind of one of the things I want to get back into doing, especially once I kind of establish a better routine in the city. Um, but I think that one of my favorite parts about seeing someone for therapy is that, you have this, um, like it takes a lot of weight off the, like off your shoulders to share everything with your friends because you've got someone to share things with. Like Uh you can get things off of your chest, um, and like have that ability to share something without putting the pressure on your friends or like putting the pressure on them to invest themselves in a problem in your life. Because there are some things like, working through maybe deep rooted issues or even just kind of like more surface level love life problems that your friends don't need extra pressure of. And we're all going through things. We're all in a stage of life where things are changing and having someone that's literally there to just listen to those problems, I think is really nice because you don't have to put that added pressure on your friends. You don't have to like feel guilty about getting it off your chest, if that makes sense. No, I agree. And I think oftentimes also when you talk to people in your life, you all, they almost take some of your negative energy away, yes. but in a way that might also have them feeling a little bit more heavy. So it's really nice to have someone else. Um, also, just like I'm saying before, like we all have different life experiences, right? And even though like your friends might offer really, really great advice, that advice also might not be applicable to your life because they're basing it off their life experiences. While with a therapist, it's a little bit more neutral. So you're able to actually discuss things without worrying about it too much. And also knowing that they have interacted with other people and patients um, 
and knowing that they've had these built experiences that they've learned through actually going to school, actually getting certified, talking this, that's like what I think is really great. So I completely agree with you. I, I just think it's, an, I think it's nice, right? Always someone to talk to, right? Um, something that I've been doing personally, which has been really helpful is if I'm ever like feeling a way where like, you know, I'm a little bit down on myself, maybe a little bit more hard on myself that day for whatever reason, whether it's how I'm feeling about my personal self-esteem, about like the direction of my life, maybe the fact that I feel like I'm stressed and maybe biting off more than I can chew. I find myself even just talking to myself, not in the sense of I'm just talking, but I'll record my thought. And then recently I like went back through a couple of my recordings and listened to them. And looking back at those problems, they did not necessarily feel that big anymore, but it was nice to look back at it and be like, okay, like, so I got through these issues, meaning that when a new issue arises, I will eventually work through this problem and I will be better off for it because I took the time to actually invest in myself, right? Therapy is about investing in you so that you can have a better and more fulfilled and happier life. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not anticipating that a lot of our listeners are anti-therapy, but I think that a big thing for both of us this year was that we wanted to focus more on our mental health because it is so important and it's something that's so easy to push to the side. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm really thankful to my mom for helping me kind of make it a priority in my life again to, um, figure out my medication, figure out a way to sustain the medication that I'm on and what I truly need to feel fulfilled because I, do have problems and that's like, okay. And it's something like, I honestly have a hard time admitting to myself, especially because I'm fortunate in the sense that I've been much happier, um, in the past few years. And I have been able to kind of skate by, but my quality of life has improved so much by medication. And I've really had a hard time kind of wrapping my head around the fact that that's, it's just the truth and that it does help me like improve my quality of life. Um, so kind of getting that stability, I felt I was honestly really proud of myself and I'm happy that it's something I'm going to be able to to sustain for a long time. Um, and I've kind of gotten figured out. Um, I think that's something that's like really important and really hard that a lot of people with mental health struggle with, um, and can be like a big deterrence for getting treatment. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I think also just having those people in your life that'll push you to get extra help if you need it is just super important. Like this whole year, I think for me and you has about been about like turning a new leaf, figuring out new changes. For me, especially it's felt that way because my life's not really looking in the direction that I thought it would look look, look like last year, yeah. which is good. You know, it's it's very different, but it's very scary too, because I spent my whole life planning around certain events to actually occur and they didn't and they haven't and my course of action has changed but I think that through this what I've learned is that it's okay that it changes and you know what you can still figure things out like we're still young enough and even when you're 40 50 60 you still have opportunities to figure things out but right now especially I feel like it's such a pivotal moment where Everything that we do right now is either going to lead us to having a better life in the future, or it's going to lead us to continue having reoccurring issues that are from these problems and maybe like deep-rooted causes that aren't being addressed. 
yeah and I I'm very proud of us for I think making that a priority again Mm -hmm. I I think that it's really hard to prioritize yourself your mental health and at some point um you really have to ask yourself if you're not if you're not going to do it who will and I think that we've both really come to that realization in the past you know six months that this is our own job to make it a priority of what makes you happy when I was talking to one of our mutual friends Kelly Smith recently about health she or like about just like life in general she's talking about her job more so to me but she gave me some really good advice that was you know that she told me she was doing a like she was doing really well um but she was like I'm also doing I'm putting myself in a position to be doing well which mm-hmm. you know means taking care of my mental health taking care of um like doing things that she likes to do and that's I, I think is really good advice to carry with me as I as we both of us progress into our lives is that you know, you need to set yourself up to be doing well. And whether that's, you know, your mental health, you know, doing things that you like, which is reading for both of us. Um, even if that's going to a bar, if that's going, um, you know, to the coffee shop down the street, like those are all things that you should be doing for yourself and you shouldn't feel guilty wanting to do things that you enjoy. Agreed. And I think that transitions us transitions us really well into just like what in general we've been doing to taking care of ourselves. Like I got a gym membership. I bit the bullet, got it on sale, got myself a gym membership. Hey. I, I go with my sister, but you know, it's nice to have that. And now when my friends are in town, I can always bring a guest so I can always have someone come with me. Right. So that's something I do. And I've built a, a small community too, in this gym. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people there, so it's super great. Cause I'll run into the same people and they're like, Oh my gosh, how are you doing? And then we'll sit, we'll chat about our days. I mean, I don't know them very well, but it's really, really nice. And you know, like I love to run. So, you know, making running this summer a priority is going to be a big one for me because it releases endorphins that I don't get through anything else that I love doing, you know, finding new recipes that nourish my body, right? Like a lot of people think that's superficial, right? Obviously we all want to look and feel our best, look our best, but a lot of it's about feeling your best, right? And I know that when I'm taking care of myself and feeling myself properly with the right amount of food, like I'm going to feel the best. And that's something that it's been really hard in the last year to really make a priority, but I'm prioritizing it now because I know down the road, if I, if, when I have kids, when I, you know, eventually start that next chapter of my life, I want to be at my best physical um, shape so that I can, continue to live on for years to come. And the journey's not perfect, obviously. Like we had a month where things were absolutely chaotic and that's okay because end of the day, it's going to change and it's going to come in cycles over time. But the big goal, and also like progress is not linear and also progress never ends, right? Like if at the age of 22, Zoe and I were sitting here going, we don't need to put anything on New Year's resolution list, right? Like we're perfect that would mean that we are going to be living an unfulfilled life for the rest of our lives because no one is perfect. No one's ever perfect. We can always strive for perfection, but then it does not exist. So just building the life for you that you know will make you feel better helps with that, with that feeling of like that. I mean, I have an itch in the back of my head. That's like, I need to do everything just right. And I love my schedule and I'm very type A in that sense, but letting go, like you said, you know, like going out to a bar with your friends, like you need to do that too, for the sake of your sanity and for the sake of socialization. I think I, as I've gotten older, have realized my type A tendencies 
and my craving to be type B sometimes. I think um, Liv can attest to this. Sometimes I just make very spontaneous decisions. Mm-hmm. Things aren't always very deep, but sometimes I'll just decide that I'm going to go on a trip or I'm going to go um, out with my friends or I'm going to go to dinner spontaneously with a friend. And that's, um, I think something that I've learned is that those are the types of mix up in my days that I need. I cannot stand to repeat the same day every day. So I constantly am looking for new opportunities to do things. And I, I think that's what I realized is, I guess, what makes me happy is mixing up my life, doing different things. Um, with that being said, I've, I like, I really enjoy traveling and that's something that I've like really tried to prioritize in my life. And especially as I get older, take all the opportunities I can, and especially, you know, in this stage of life where we're like in a little bit more of a limbo and we have a little bit more leeway with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hopefully going back to Israel at the end of the summer, which is really crazy and really, really exciting. I think I'm going to be spending about three more weeks there, which is crazy. And uh, I'm so excited about it because I, you know, it's really difficult to just find three weeks to travel for the rest of your life. So unless you're a teacher like me, (laughs) I'm really looking forward to it because I know that, you know, that's not going to be realistically something I can just do for the rest of my life. Um, and it's something that was like definitely on my bucket list of, you know, making sure that I'm able to prioritize traveling. Which that's really cool, Zoe. I wish I could be like you in that sense. <laughs> and I envy you for that because I love my routine. I love knowing what I'm doing every day. I love sticking to it. And I, you know this too, but when I was in Champagne, I was like, dang it. I was like, I don't have a routine. I was like, I feel like I'm a fish out of water and I really, really enjoy it. I like the almost planning everything to a a minute detail, which I need to get better at. And I'm trying my best. You know, that's why when a friend asked to see me, my, my, my goal for myself this year was once a week, I see a friend. doesn't matter where. I need to see them once a week and it cannot be over FaceTime. It needs to be in person. And that's been really helpful, but you know, I still like my routine. I don't know why I can't let go of it. And that's my type a sticking out to bite me in the butt, obviously, but especially with like the last year and being able to take more time for myself, specifically with being single, it's been really nice to hone into that routine, but I need to kind of err on the side of caution because as someone who used to kind of like go free for the free fall for the mall and just do whatever I wanted, um, and make sure I don't fall into the trap of missing out on things, which is something I'm going to work on the rest of the year. Yeah. I think that's, um, like as much as I say, I like to do spontaneous things. I think it's because I have such type A personality where I do book myself out really far. So then on the time that I get that little bit of free time, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever I can. Um, and it's really important to me, I guess. I think one of the most valuable resources that people don't talk about is time. And right now we have so much time in our lives. Um, and I think college and young adulthood is a time period where you have so much time because you don't have kids, you don't have um, a super demanding career yet. And we've got so much time to explore. And I want to make the most of all that, especially while we're young. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to travel this summer. 
my goal is to go to DC. One of my really, really good friends just nailed her job there. So that is my big goal because I damned if I will be a history teacher that's never been to Washington, DC. Damned <laughs> if I will be. So that's my big goal. I also want to visit Philly, want to see the Liberty Bell. I just want to do things. I'm I'm like you. I have also, I also really want to go to Philly. We should try to make like a long weekend out of it this summer. Oh, I would love that. We also have a friend in North Carolina this summer. So trying to obviously visit her because that's somewhere I want to potentially end up for a little bit, a couple of years. Right. So I know, I don't know you guys, it's just, there's pro there's things happening, right. The, the juices are flowing in our brains. What we're basically trying to say is this mid-year check-in is a way to hold ourselves accountable for how our year is going so far. Um, one of the goals that I haven't been really able to hit quite yet is just like finding a steady relationship with God. Like I've been going to church sometimes, but you know, not as frequently as I want to. So for the rest of the summer, I really want to make it a priority and I want to keep it a priority into my life as I'm going into my uh, job in the fall. That's something that I've been thinking about recently. So it's one of my new year's resolutions that I maybe particularly haven't been working at as much, but that doesn't mean that it can't turn into something that I have and I'm doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's another goal of mine that I think I put on the back burner, especially with everything crazy going on. Um, and realistically I'm going to keep on the back burner, especially until I move and I can find somewhere, um, to work on my relationship with God we can go to church together. It'll be so fun. Oh, we can make it a so Sunday fun. tradition. Oh, that would be so fun. Then we could do dinner after. That'd be so fun. Oh my gosh. I really like this idea. Okay. Let's <laughs> for all of you guys wondering, Zoe and I are pinning that. <laughs> um, I think another, I think right now I also am having a really hard time with, I really, really wanted to have a job by the time I graduated and I don't right now. And I, I'm trying to tell myself that that's not a failure move. It's just a change of plans. I'm figuring things out and that's going to allow me to take this trip to Israel. And that's okay that I think there's a lot of things happening in the industry that are changing and there's becoming different industry standards of going to portfolio school afterwards. Um, And I'm having a hard time kind of, I guess, wrestling with that in my brain of that. I always kind of thought I'd graduate undergrad and start working the day after and I've got a little bit of limbo room now. So I'm trying to make the most of that. Um, I'm still going to be working at admissions and then I'm just going to take the rest of the summer to visit some friends, to see new things, to have a fun, real last summer, I guess, before I really start corporate life working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, and I agree with you. I think, I think it's really nice that you're taking time for yourself and you're able to have that time. and also. I think it just goes to show that life is changing right now, right? So we got to make the most of what we can right now. Yeah, I think the moral of the story, and I guess what I want to leave with before we really close out is that life is fluid and you really can't just expect things to always go the way that you want. Um, I, I think I talked about this in a different episode once, but when I used to work at Sam's, which is, this is a really random story to get to where I want to go. Um, I was talking to this woman about her, um, like she was telling me about her boyfriend and that he was terrible and you know, whatever they broke up, yada, yada, yada. 
And I was just kind of trying to comfort her and be whatever. And I was just like, oh, you know, everything happens for a reason. And she stops dead in her tracks and looks at me and she goes, you know, I really don't believe that. And she goes on to say, I, you know, that everything just happens. And she's like, and you can't waste your life away trying to figure out the reason that it happened, but everything just happens. And life is about rolling with what happens. And in the stage of life that we're in right now, everything is just happening and we're trying to navigate through what's happening and what's happening next. Mm -hmm. Reason to, you know, run around all these causes looking for why did this happen? Why didn't this happen? Um, But to keep going with what's happening and to make the most out of the time that we have. Um, So I guess that's a happy ending for me if it is for you, Liv. No, it is. And I think this just goes to show that like, we have so much more time left on this earth. And, you know, every single day, like I've been thinking recently about the notion that like, if someone gave you a million dollars, but you only had like five seconds left to live, obviously you would choose the time, right? You wouldn't choose those million dollars because you'll be gone anyway. So I think our big goal, and I think my big goal is, you know, take that time, use it wisely, and also use it in ways that'll help you lead a more fulfilled life. At least that's what I'm going to do. You know, I always say, find the good in everyone, love the good in everyone, right? So find the good in your life today, love the good in your life. If you had a rough day, that's okay, because tomorrow will be better, right? Find the little good pieces of things, right? I always try at the end of my day to end it with uh, one little notion of gratitude, right? What am I thankful for, right? Am I thankful for these three things? Sometimes it's literally a conversation with a friend. Other times it's getting a job or getting an application in, but it's just those little, little things that make and mean the most. So, yeah. Um, well, I guess with all of that being said, we are going to close up this episode and we will be back in two weeks. Talk to you again on our regular posting schedule. Uh, we've also trying to be a little bit more active on the quarantine norm, norm Instagram. So go ahead and give that a like and a follow and um, hit us up. If you have any ideas for episodes, we're always happy to hear if you have um, constructive criticism, want to tell us that we're amazing. <laughs> um, Obviously I look forward to hearing that. We're always happy to hear about it. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. And then until next time, guys, seize the day. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode seven of Corn to Norm. Hi, guys. How's everyone doing today? We know it's been a little bit. There's been literally so much chaos happening in our lives. Um, So we're really excited to get you caught up and to kind of do a little bit of a check-in is what we're doing today. I know we shared with you a little bit our goals for the school year and kind of what the rest of our year hopefully would look like. So we're doing a mid-year check-in now that we're six months into the year. 